This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hello, listeners. My name is Tammy, and this is Quad Pro Quo. I am joined by my co-hosts, Allie. Hello. Matt. Hello there. And Guido. I'm here. We are a film podcast. Every week we pick a film with a theme each month and we convince each other to pass it or fail it. This theme month is Babysitter Month. Woo! Woo! Allie chose Halloween last week. Uh, But before we begin with Matt's episode, Matt, tell us about your uh, geography and the state of Georgia. (laughs) Well. Your understanding of the state of Georgia. Yes, one of the rare times. I hear hear it's a landlocked state. It's a landlocked state. (sighs) Is it? Yes. Ah, yes. One of the few times where we can record this. It's one of the few times I've ever been wrong. Oh my God! You heard that, it here, folks. You not that, only doubled, and, you tripled down on it. And that is why that is why you wanted to bring it up today. So, so how long was this uh, debate? We'll it went for it. like a good eight and a half minutes. About he was he was just very passionate about it, and and I got to the point where I was like, okay, all right, I'm gonna look it up. I'm like, you do that, full Me knowing what? that it was wrong, but. And, and then, you, and then when weren't I, you in Georgia on a beach? I have stood on a beach in Georgia. That's weird. You <laughs> can't then, do that in a landlocked what, state. What, hey, what did I say when I you knew said I was you were wrong? wrong. You admitted right. you were wrong. Yes, there. you did. But it's what just was your argument? So rare. You found out because you I, I forgot. I I clearly forgot. I thought that basically the coasts of South Carolina and the coast, like the upper part of Florida, like touched. Like yeah. I didn't realize. See, Florida has a foreskin. And for some reason, I for it some exceeds reason past the tip. It's for, a pretty long state. For has, some reason, I thought that South Carolina kind of had a coast like um, was it Croatia and Serbia, where like Croatia has this really really long narrow beach that goes their entire thing over the sea. Uh huh. I thought it was something like that. So, are you saying that you're an expert on European coastlines? No, I've just seen me- I've just seen more. <laughs> I've seen memes that make fun of that. So I've seen that. It's fresh in my head. He, I think he also kind of thought that it was like how Pennsylvania is landlocked, but we're also very close to the ocean, like like the Delaware River. It, well, it's just how like Pennsylvania would border the ocean if it wasn't for like Delaware and New Jersey touching. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah, that sort it's of a peninsula. What's a peninsula? Delmarva. Oh, the Delmarva, Delmarva Peninsula. Peninsula. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that's a little different. But but I think that's what he was thinking. That it yes. was kind of like. And again, but I said yes. I, you said you were wrong. And I no, I I doubled down. I tripled down like an idiot. I looked it up <laughs> myself, and I went, "Oh shit! Sorry, guys, I was wrong." Yeah. I just want to express to our audience that your face has turned red and you look like you're sweating. Because it's very bit. warm in here. He's never been wrong before. And okay, it's the first had, time for everything. I also just I, had spicy wings. Can George I touch likes your hands? Spicy are, wings. Your, are his palms sweaty? I can feel the heat coming off his undercarriage. Oh. Yeah. Why do you have your hands near my undercarriage? Yeah, oh. why is near his undercarriage? It's okay. We appreciate you admitting your, to your hey, faults to us. Speaking of landlocked states. My movie takes place in a landlocked state. Which one? 
It does your pick for this month? Yeah, for my pick for yeah, month? my pick for babysitter month. Well, they don't. There aren't any beach trips or any aquatic things happening in this movie, and well, it's cold. Well, tell yes, us about it. It is in the winter time. Tell us about your pick. Yes, as I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, my movie came out in 1989. It had an estimated budget of 15 million dollars, and then an almost 80 million worldwide gross. It is starring John Candy, Macaulay Culkin. Jean Louisa Kelly, and a few other people. Uh, it was directed and written by John Hughes. My movie is Uncle Buck. Buck Russell had always been the black sheep of the family. I'm stunned that I'm related to you. Until one night. Buck, we have a problem with the kids. We're stuck for somebody to watch them. Oh, please, not that. Can we trust him? My brother, for God's sake. I won't let him get into that Satan stuff or any of the new chicks. I'll leave that for me. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Huh? Have you seen the movie before? What were your thoughts on me picking this one? I really feel like we can all just go around the room and just say, yes. I mean, I think we can all say yes, yes that we've yes. seen it. Yes, everybody has seen it. Everybody has seen this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I don't know how many times. Okay. I've seen it a lot. But, but I haven't seen it recently in a while. Oh yeah, no, I um, I watched it. Uh, we watched it together. Did we watch it together? I forget. No, I watched it randomly on TV like, like a week or so ago because it was uh, on. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, like I said, starring ourselves. starring John Candy. You know him from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, Spaceballs, The Blues Brothers. Who's Harry Crumb? Like so many, good so many things. In the Blues Brothers. He's the police. Spaceballs. He's the. He's the police officer. Like he's the he's the detective that's uh that helps the the two highway patrolmen. I don't remember. Like he's he is a big part in it. He also was the one that helped them find their real address, like Elwood's real address in Chicago, because he gave um you know he wrote down Wrigley Field as his address. Mm, okay. So, Macaulay Culkin, who we know from this and My Girl and Home Alone. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the first one, and lesser the second one. I don't think he had anything to do with the third one. second one has my favorite uh, felonious member of society in it. You know. Donald Trump? Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. You know, he's technically now not the first person from that movie to be in a mugshot. Yeah, no, Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin, Macaulay Culkin got didn't that. Didn't John Hughes also write Home Alone? Yeah, he wrote he, Home Alone. He, wrote he, Home Alone. he didn't direct it. Yeah. And know. like I said, uh, Jean Louisa Kelly, who again is known for this, because this was like, uh, mo- I think like all of the kids, this was like their first big movie. Yeah. Um, she was also on that CBS sitcom, Yes, Dear. And I mean, it'll be a while before I see this movie, so I'll just have to take your word for it. Was she in Top Gun Maverick? I think she, it says she was. Um, I've seen Top Gun. Oh, she is. She. What is it says it says she's Val Kilmer's wife. Yes. Oh. Yes. Uh, she answers the door. Yeah, she answers the door. Okay. Yeah. 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 She's the ice that woman. checks out. She's the ice woman or Mrs. Iceman, whatever you want to call her. Ice lady. Ice lady. And again, like I said, it was directed and written by John Hughes. You know him, of course, from The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, uh, Sixteen Candles, Dutch. Home Alone, Curly Sue, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, Beethoven, all um, the greats. Even some stuff that he did, uh, he wrote under the pseudonym Edmund Dantes. 
who's the character from the County of Monte Cristo. And, yeah. he, and they were big movies. I just can't remember what they were. I, I should have huh. written that down. But okay. Anyway, my movie starts off in like this John Hughes typical thing, an idyllic Chicago suburban neighborhood. Yep. Although originally this movie was intended to be shot and takes and take place in the St. Louis area. Wow. But filming was about to begin when the decision was made to move the shoot to Chicago because the movie takes place in the wintertime and uh, the winter of 88 in St. Louis was very, very warm. So we're introduced to three kids, you know, Jean-Louise Kelly as Tia. The, get it out of the way early. She's the oldest. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're going to use the word first? She's, that she's, first? She's got a really good RBF. <laughs> like, yes. She can One take time. so many. <clears throat> She is just really, she is just a twat waffle. Oh, a twat waffle, wow. There um, we go. Reaching to the it. bottom of the bag first. I like Macaulay it. Culkin as Miles, and I forgot her in the casting earlier, Gabby Hoffman as Maisie. My parents' dogs. Oh, Maisie. Yeah. Maisie and Miles. I was the first person to be like, you named your dogs after the kids from Uncle Buck? <laughs> and they were like, What? The twi- are they twins? They're twins, right? No, they're like different ages. They're like uh, Maisie is a little bit younger because mm-hmm. he's she's in a different bus. Oh, and, okay. And Miles comes home later too. <clears throat> is what is Maisie? What are their names again? What other movies has she been a child actor? Uh, she was in um, Now and Then. Well, I know, yeah, but she, she played w- the young Demi Moore in Now and Then. Okay. Yep. Biggest thing, which is going to be funny uh, later, she was in um, Field of Dreams. Yes, she's a little girl in Field of Dreams. She's the daughter in Field of Dreams, and her mom is played by... Um, Uncle Buck's girlfriend. Amy Madigan, who is uh, in this movie. She plays Shanice, in, uh, and yeah, she was in Field of Dreams. Another fun fact about people, you know how I always like to look at... There's a huge list of people that were lined up to play Uncle Buck, mm-hmm. but there were like three that were introduced for, or, uh, in the role for Tia, the um, shitty Older kid. sister. So they chose the one guy is the most illegal to be mean to. All right, continue, Matt. Sorry. All right. So after Allie's massive dump, where were we? <laughs> Dude, we've been in here for 40 minutes. Apparently, my farts are also epic. Do you wait? You they? literally like wake dynamite? the neighbors with your farts. Yeah. Oh my god! It's. I thought I was watching the bombing of Baghdad again over like bombs on over Baghdad. Like on How can you say that? You were like, my your dress quivered behind you. I saw it moving from the fart. Yeah, the flatulence. Well, no. I was you said she looked like Marilyn Monroe. She was farting so bad. <laughs> That's what you she said. She was blasting skirts up left and right, dude. Jeez That's what you god. said. You said this with your mouth. Yeah, I had to hold down my the back of my dress. To con- yeah, we myself. had to put rubber bands around your legs to keep the dress from blowing up because of all the gas. Was oh this the gosh. night that Matt made dinner and brought it over? He said, keep her away from <laughs> sharp objects. She'll explode. Oh, my gosh. The like torment. A- oh, goodness. I don't know how I keep you as friends. All right. So, yeah, as I was saying, um, the people that were up to play Tia, Winona Ryder was the first choice. That makes sense. But she could. If you need a, mo- a moody teenager in the eighties, that's pretty much who you called. <laughs> well, she knows. She she knows. You, you're not she mean was, to John Candy. She was too busy being a angsty, murderous asshole on Heather's. So. Oh, such a better choice. Um, Ali Sheedy was also considered for the role. Also makes sense. Yeah, another Breakfast Club. Yeah. Okay, so we also see that there's clearly some tension between Tia and her mom. 
she's just pretty much a pissed off teenager and I guess they just moved because they were from Indianapolis because they bring it up like it's some great mecca of culture and civilization. Well, oh. to a teenager. She's moving awful. Moving in high school is like social, like it's, it's her whole life is ruined. Make some new friends. I used to work. I mean, no, I still work for the company, but they used to have an office in Chicago. So there were a lot of people who lived in, in Illinois on on my team. And if you ask them, Indiana is the worst thing that's ever happened. Like, all they do is make fun of that fucking state. Apparently. Well, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mike Pence is from there. Okay, I don't think that's the only reason. But, like, I, w- I just remember my boss being like, oh, garbage, trash people, terrible, disgusting, awful. Like, they just hate that state. It's so So it's funny. basically like how... I guess um, how we feel about New Jersey. Or, see? Sorry. Or see? How, don't be sorry. That's the truth. The, New Jersey's the, terrible. Pennsylvania also just hates Ohio. Ohio yeah. doesn't exist. It's just a hole in the U.S. And now we're uh, introduced to America's uncle. Well, I guess Canada's uncle. Canada. Um, John Candy. Great man. Having dinner with his so girlfriend. Sweet. Having uh, dinner with his girlfriend, Shanice, who, as I mentioned, was uh, Amy Madigan, who um, was in Field, Field of, of Dreams. Dreams. She's married to Ed Harris. And she's in this as well. And I guess more recently, she was in Gone Baby Gone. She was in Gone Baby Gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So we see Buck. He's clearly a 'er ne'er-do-well who doesn't like to commit to anything. She's trying to get him to come work for her. And he's just like, I just don't know. Working for my girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like I said, there is a huge list of people who were considered to be Uncle Buck. Do you want to hear? Yes. Hear them? Tell me. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dan Aykroyd. If you tell me Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'm going to die. <laughs> no, not, not Arnold Schwarzenegger, but Dan Aykroyd was one of them, as was Danny DeVito, Joe Pesci, George Wendt, Michael Keaton, Ed O'Neill, Robin Williams, Bill Murray, Jim Belushi, Dudley Moore. Dudley John, Moore. John Travolta. Tom no. Hanks. What are you taking the shotgun no, approach? Every, everybody. Everybody. What, Tom, what kind of a list is this? Tom Cruise. Disgusting. Come on. No. And then. Uh, how old is Tom Cruise in this movie? He was still playing teenagers 14, in the 80s. Yeah. He's not playing a wacko. No, no, no. no. Top, Gun, Top Gun was after was before this, and he was. In what year was this? 79. Oh, so it was the end of the 80s. Okay. He was probably just doing cocktail. Yes. <laughs> and, um,. And believe it or not, hey kids, I know if you've been brushing your teeth, Jack. Jack. He'll he could have sl- slammed through the door when he was confronting Bug later in the movie. Here's Bucky. Yeah, no, he would have been too too like, old, creepy. I think he would have taken it like to a the creepy, creepy route. level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other ones. I Unless understand. it was like anger management, Jack, and then. Yeah. And then, I don't know. And then also, uh, John Goodman was considered to um, play Uncle Buck. I could see John Goodman. Those are all very, like, like those, like, John Goodman. They can't be John, Like, Jim, John, Jim Belushi, whichever Belushi it was. Those Jim, are all John had, like, a similar kind of... Can't be mean to John Goodman. ...look, either. sort of, as John Candy. So, I understand that. Some of the other ones are a little odd. I, th- I think... And then Dudley it, Moore, I don't know where that's coming from. And what? They're going to be like, oh, yeah, uncle, he's British. Yeah. Dudley, yeah uh, Dudley Moore could never not talk. Yeah, because I could even see, like, the Michael Keaton thing, because, like, he did, like, Mr. Mom. And so, like, that sort of, like, you know, stay at home, kind of take care of the kids thing. But, like, Dudley Moore, that's bizarre. It would need to be somebody that you could have, you could believe he has a soft side. You yeah. You know? Like, he really has that caring 
Like I, I am really life's fuck up. Arthur on accident. Arthur, yeah. So like, I didn't 10. mean for all of these things to happen to me. So you I think didn't. if you know, if God forbid, I know they did remake this once with uh, Mike Epps. They did like the. Oh, I think it was a show. Yeah, but it was like you know, like a reboot. A reboot in the race switch. You yeah. Know? They did a, an African American family, but say if they were to reboot this movie again today, you think maybe they could have gotten Michael Rapaport to play him? Michael Rapaport? Michael would've, Rapaport. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. I wouldn't watch it. I would. So then, I would watch it with kid, subtitles and turn the, the volume all the way down constantly. <laughs> so then again, of course, as we all know, the the mom's dad has a heart attack, and they need to go to Indianapolis to take care of him. Then they're like, "Well, shit, who's going to watch the kids? We can't take them. The kids have school." And then finally, um, Bob, that's the that's the dad, who surprisingly has no interaction with the children whatsoever in the movie. He knows better. Steve Martin and Rick Moranis were both considered and passed up to be Bob Russell. It's a very small role. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> who is believing that Rick Moranis and John Candy are related in any way, shape, or form? I would believe that. <laughs> they're, they're, Maybe because they were... I mean, they Canadian. were in that other movie together. Oh, okay. Still. <laughs> they just wanted to. Turns out, because, yeah, the dad was like, hey, what about Buck? And then, now we see where Tia gets it from, because the mom sucks, too. Why? Because she doesn't want to leave her children with an uncle who has never been a part of their lives? Yeah. And God forbid they had to move to another place, and her daughter's being a shithead. Yeah, and so what that he likes to smoke, drink, and gamble? Yeah, yeah. You literally... Open the, this episode calling him a ne'er-do-well who doesn't like to commit to anything. And then you're like, but why are they mean? So he likes to go to the races. <laughs> it's because he's John Candy. Bet on the horses. Like, like have Guido, a couple drinks. Like Guido keeps saying, you can't be mean to John Candy. No, you fucking can't. It's actually illegal. It is. Okay. I'm pretty sure they passed that law in The Hague. I mean, life was pretty mean to him, but. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that is fucked up. That was inappropriate? I'm sorry. Tell, talk, talk more about Tammy's farts and uh, me pooping. We don't want to go that dark. God. Girls don't fart. You missed out. I disagree. You missed telling our listeners about Damn how you decided to out. piss on the van before you came home. Yeah, you class act. I never said I was perfect. Uh huh. What do you do? He pissed on, on the, the van. You showed me the picture. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> you videoed him pissing on the van? Yeah, you know goddamn well I would, and I did. He fucking told me to do it. Oh, goodness. All right. He does you know everything what? I tell I him to do. I need you to get out of the habit of peeing on things like a, a male dog, like thinking that you own them. I, I only do that when I'm dirty. Well, there's only you one way we can go. You did it to my flowers. You're going to have to get new. They are my flowers. Now you've done it to this van. You know, fuck that van. Don't even get it twisted. So what? He's ammoniated the door. No big deal. <laughs> you know, if you continue doing it, then it'll start to smell like pee, and maybe he'll I'm not going to keep doing it. <laughs> no, it might be a good thing. Till the next time, I ask him politely to. All right. So yeah, that's Buck. a crime. You got to cut that out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Buck is their last option, and now their only option. So they call him up because he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you can bring him up here. Uh, I only got the one bedroom, so, you know, we'll just get some sleeping bags and we'll have, like, tents. It'll be like we're camping or something. Like, no, Buck, the kids have school, so we were kind of hoping you could come down here. Oh, yeah, 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 right, right. Oh, sure, sure, sure. It's a lot of sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then, of course, he calls up his girlfriend and is like, I can't come to, you know, work for you. And then we get a really good comedic scene of, like, what does he do? He's like, 
She didn't let him talk. Get She's like, let me guess. You can't come to work. And she, you know, I feel her pain. But still, can't be yelling at John Candy like that. No. Can't hold people accountable. Unacceptable. So we saw him driving down the road, driving down the highway. And Buck's car, which he later calls The Beast, was a um, 1975 to 1978 Mercury Marquee Coupe. Yep, and it burns two quarts of oil for every gallon yeah, of gasoline. Right. Again, like I said, I see where Tia gets it from because Cindy is like, even when he's there, he's like, okay, yeah, what can I do? She's just like condescending to him. Yeah, you have nothing to worry about. I was like, stuff and these blank checks haphazardly into my front jacket God. pocket. Who gives their brother-in-law, whom they don't trust in the least, blank checks? Well, desperate he's already watching women. That's a gambling addict. He's already watching their children, so I but mean, he's a gambling addict. He can well, clean them out. He's watching two children and a spawn of hell. Jeez, think he, we don't know if he's an addict. He's degenerate because he cheats at it. Yeah, yeah which but, we find out. You don't see him gambling the whole time. You just see him. He's gonna go to the track later. But he does he, say this is my annual income. Yeah, because he knows that the yeah, race he, is fixed. He wouldn't gamble to, unless he could cheat. You see? Do you see? But he's a good guy. He's, he's it's got a sure all thing. You don't understand. It's a sure thing in that pile. It makes his year. Yeah. Like if he did not, he didn't go. So that's his whole I mean, annual income. I mean, it could have well, made some money. When we get to that point in the movie. We've seen that he's matured mm. and he's grown. Okay. Yes. Okay. He's changed. As we uh, as we see, Buck is off to a great start with the kids. Well, I mean, especially like Miles and Maisie because he's just like a big clown. But of course, you know, Cunty McCunterson, Tia Lord. is just not having it. Like She's a lot older than the other two. Do you think she was like a surprise? An oops baby? She's awful. What she's just the her? worst. Cunty McCunterson. Cunty McCunterson. Yeah. And uh, write down Devil Spawn. Devil Spawn. I will say this, though. I do like her curly hair, and I like her late 80s outfits. I don't like her fucking face. I don't like her shitty attitude. You know the girl that plays um, in Legally Blonde, the first one? The one that kills her dad? Selma Blair. Oh. No, no. um, Linda Cardellini. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like she channeled. Oh, yeah, I can see a little bit. For that, that movie. That She's the reason why this movie is sad. She's the sole reason. You should know you can't shower at the risk of deactivating the ammonium thygocolate. And She's you, my age. Do you know, also, uh, despite the fact that their, character, their characters don't get along the entire film, off camera, Jean Louisa Kelly got along very well with John Candy, and she said she was honored to work with someone that she thought was a legend. It's well, weird, because on nice. screen... And this is also the, trash this panda. is also trash with uh, her and Macaulay Culkin. This is the first of three movies that John Candy and Culkin would star in together. Others being Home Alone, and then Culkin. Had, I always forget John Candy's in Home Alone. Oh, he's one of the best parts. I always forget it. And he literally was only there for like half a day, and most of his shit was improv. It's like, such a great scene. I forgot my kid at a funeral once. <laughs> <laughs> what was the third one? Uh, it's called like Only the Lonely, and like Culkin had a small cameo in it. So it was like, I don't know what a, that like is. kind of yeah, I don't know what it is either. Parts of the this part of the movie is like one of my favorite scenes. It's like the whole like, what do you do? Uh, this is that. Who are you? Oh, what do you so do? Lots funny. of things. Where do you live? In the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. On a rent. Rent. What do you do for a living? Lots of things. Where's your office? I don't have one. How come? I don't need one. Where's your wife? Don't have one. 
How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? It's an even longer story. Are you my dad's brother? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. I'm your dad's brother, all right. You have much more hair and you know than my dad. So cute. I guess also the way that they did this, literally John Candy would say Culkin's line. He said it right back to him. He responded, said it again, and then they cut it up. So it looked really fast. Oh, okay. Because, you know. Nice. Kid actor. He's just helping him out, I guess. That's yeah. Well, it probably takes him a moment to, like, come up with an uh, improv dancer. Mm-hmm. I just always remember the scene, like, that scene because then the sister's up combing the other sister's hair oh, and she's evil. like and then she goes but you can't drive and then just fucking rat nests her hair and I'm like oh, that little girl yeah like oh. a malevolent well, cunt nugget she ruins her sister's hair oh my gosh that cunt nugget <laughs> why are you taking some from me because you put the did idea, you have that one written down you implanted no. the idea in his head I'm keeping track of which one of you is saying the names but in the afternoon, we're introduced to Tia's boyfriend, Bug. Who Ugh. is? His name is Jay Underwood. I don't know. He's from Dawson's Creek. Or no, Seventh Heaven. He's the oldest son from Seventh Heaven. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yes, he's he not is. Barry Watson. <laughs> Are you sure? Mo, almost positive. Snoop he's yourself. Literally, he's literally only known for this movie. I mean, this could be a Georgia situation, but I'm pretty confident. The boy, who, the boy who could fly <laughs> and not quite infamy. human. What? Yeah. It's not him. He doesn't really, and then he becomes he, he becomes relegated to that guy once yeah. his hair starts falling out. Bug. Also, did you know that the the because you know as Guido said that um, holy bu- crap this is a terrible picture that uh, Buck's car burns. You said two quarts of oil for every gallon. Yep. And then of course you know it has that tremendous backfire. Yeah. It sounds like a like a shotgun blast. It literally well no, it literally is. That's how they that's how they made they got that noise. They did it's a firecracker fuse. Yeah. And then a gunshot. This has been Guns with Guido. Oh, I loved Not Quite Human. Get off the internet right now. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I used to watch that on the Disney Channel. And then um you ever hear of a tune up? <laughs> <laughs> You ever hear of a ritual killing? <laughs> what? <laughs> if you're sucking on her face in public like that, you're going to be one. Yeah. Because they're like making out. He's obviously pressuring her into having sex. Because mm-hmm. he's... Right there? In public? Well, not right there in public, but he does... He's, he, he's, he's pushing it. Yeah, he he's, he's like, come on, come on. And she would... Here's the thing. If, if Uncle Buck didn't show up, she would do it just because she used it as like a way to like piss off her mom. Like, yeah, I'm well, going to get fucked. Can't get to third without stealing a second. So. But yeah. And even Uncle Buck's like, yeah, you got to stay away from guys like that. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because I used to be that guy. Yeah. And all this was ones. well received, right? Oh, yeah. Totally. You know, through that rat's nest out the other end. Yeah. Miserable shrew. Shitty kid. All right. And then we're also introduced to Marcy. Oh. From across the street. Potentially Wait. my favorite character. Wait. Matt said shitty kid already, and you just repeated it. I didn't say shitty no, kid. No, he said shitty kid again. And Damn he it. said miserable shrew. Yes. I think Marcy might be my favorite character. You know who that is? Yes, I know who it is. It's Aunt Becky from Roseanne. Yeah, it's Laurie Metcalf from it's Roseanne. It's my second favorite Marcy. Slash, slash the killer in Scream 2. What's slash first the mom and Ladybird. Wasn't that the, the neighbor's she name? She plays this in, character um, in another movie, though. The same, like, similar wacky, wacky aunt type That's character. That's Peg Bundy. No, yeah. the neighbor. Oh, the neighbor, the blonde. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, is her name Marcy? I think the character's name was Marcy. Oh, okay. Marcy Darcy or something, wasn't it? 
Is her name Darcy? I can't remember. Hold on. No, I think it's Marcy. I just, I just, I just remember she was very I mean, talented. I, you know, I also love, I also love, I love she's this. So smart. I love this scene because you know he's sitting there and he's just like talking dirty to the washing machine because apparently that's his mortal enemy in the house. He can't get the washing machine to work. And then she's like, ah, "Who are you talking dirty to in there?" And he's like, "Oh, it's funny." The, the what? Because you even hear him apart. Says, "I'm gonna put my load in you, whether you yeah. like it or not." Ugh, it was a lot. You never expected John. Gaines. I just like her. Um, what's her full name? And she does that. Marcy, something Frost. Frost is my maiden name. No, no, no. Frost is my married name. I am single now, but I kept the frost. And I oh, get, f- oh, of course. Oh, of course you would. Of course you would. And I get compliments on the hyphen. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, you would. Sure. Very you would. progressive. Well, I came to ask her to lunch, but uh, do you have? She's so aggressive with the way. Do you have plans? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm doing law. Like it's just very like woo. Yeah, I think he divorced her. Just saying. <laughs> But also, she just comes into their house. Well, yeah, she's checking in yeah. all things. No, because she didn't. Know she that, feels out of the loop. But she didn't so how know do you that, get back that they in were the loop? gone? Yeah, she didn't know they she were didn't. gone. But this is also set in a time in America when people still left their doors unlocked. So I understand that, but not even to knock. And they're new neighbors. They're not. I mean, I would definitely lock the front door if I was going to go fuck the washing machine. Oh, That's God. all I'm saying. That's interesting. That doesn't really work An now because you know. You have a on the hyphen. you have a keypad lock and like all your friends know the combination <laughs> so we true. can we can walk in on you on the rinse cycle. Right? Well, I'm not stopping. <laughs> oh God! Oh no! Just don't he make just, eye contact. He just got lights all over your darks. Ew! Gross. So that leads me to my next product: he big cummies for cleaner clothes. Doing laundry. Are you looking for a place for all things horror and don't know where to go? Well, you've came to the right place, my friend. We are the Graveyard Club podcast. For all your horror needs, visit us on YouTube and Spotify. And you can follow us over on Instagram at the Graveyard Club pod. See you there. Ciao. Just started? Yeah, yeah he he puts She's the right teaching, clothes so together. He puts the right temperature on. Oh, that's good. And he puts them in the dryer and folds them. It's actually not on purpose. I kind of black out when I start. Gotcha. And now we go to another one. You know, this is one one of the reasons why I loved this movie as a kid because it reminded me of my childhood. Because they're about to go bowling. Ah, uh, and of bowling. course we know Allie would want to bring up her favorite lines from this part: "Waiting for your sex." Waiting for your sex. You could rent a bowling shoe, or you could rent a foot disease. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and now, nowadays, I, I also like this part. Of, I like this scene because you know we, uh, you know, Allison and I have a have a niece now, little Mad Mardigan. Maddie. And I always say whenever I see her, and I'm like, "You better be good, or maybe one day your crazy, deranged, out of work uncle will come in and shave your head while you sleep." pretty good she'd I, never be mean to john candy no well, no no, no. I, my I, brother would not allow that i've i've often said to them i was like i always just want to be like kind of like the uncle buck sort of style uncle you know laid back not to but take stuff seriously the drunk degenerate gambler uncle yep that yeah. smokes that has switched from cigarettes to cigars with the full intention of going to, to chewing pipes, pipes and, and then chewing tobacco, tobacco. And, then the and then the patches mm-hmm. or the gum oh, got it the got gum. It. 
And then during this bowling scene, the exterior shot was a Palace Bowl in Cicero, Illinois. The interior shot was Windy City Bowling Association, also in Cicero. Both have since been demolished. What a sad day for America. Aww. And, you know, Tia gets hit on by one of the degenerates at the bowling alley. Pow. Tiger blood. Mm -hmm. We find out that Buck is... Buck's Buck's ship has come in, you know? Because his other buddy is like, Hey! Uh, guess what? The guy that fixes horses, he owes us a favor. He's coming in for the Chicago race. You do this, you'll be set up for a year. And he even does it with the hands. Very loud hands. Very sleazy. So yeah. he must be Italian. What the fuck? <laughs> this is followed by another classic scene. You know, one of my favorites. It's because they're getting set up for Miles Macaulay Culkin's birthday. With, oh, you know, I love this scene. He's sitting there, he's sitting there and he's making oh. a chop. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing that I would do. I would I would make Maddie giant pancakes for her birthday. I don't how know. Did, I don't know he how I. He put he a use? he put a flat Cement. like a flat top. Yeah. On top of the, the stove. stove, then he's sitting there just pouring it, and then he uses a, a snow shovel, shovel to, to flip, flip it. it. Yeah, yeah. So cute. And then they were just so cutely displayed mm-hmm. on the kitchen table, and the kids come downstairs, and they're like, <gasps> "Happy birthday!" Woo! <laughs> I hope you're hungry. You should see that toast. I couldn't even get it through the door. Cute. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> and then, like, they say, you know, he brings up that uh, the mom hired a clown, and the kids are like, ah, oh, we don't like clowns. Clowns suck. Oh, the drunk clown. Yeah, the drunk clown, who I thought was Bill Murray. Is there a different type of clown? And, you know, Buck punches the clown, and the clown leaves and punches him again. And then, in a classic can't-make-this-movie-today scene... Buck has to go to Maisie's school, parks the car straight up right in front of the door on the curb, just walks in smoking. Smoking. Mm-hmm. As one does. Cool guy. Cool guy move. Probably the greatest scene in the movie, the, the principal scene. We- I'm Anita Horgoth. Buck melanoma. Molly Russell's wart. Not her wart. Not her wart. I'm, I'm the wart. She's my tumor. My, my growth. My uh, my pimple. I'm Uncle Wart. Just old Buck Wart Russell. That's what they call me. Or uh, Melanoma Head. They'll call me that. Melanoma Head's coming. I'm sorry. Uncle. Maisie Russell's uncle. I'm her uncle. <laughs> and he just lays into it because she's like, oh, your, da- your niece is a bad egg. She's a dreamer. A lollygagger. A lollygagger. A, a six-year-old. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, you know. He tells me... Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Ew. <laughs> storms, and he storms off to Tone Loke's wild thing. Yeah, stick up for your kids. <laughs> They're not always wrong. Because he's going to pick up Tia from that party that she wasn't supposed to go to. But he met some other parents, right? Didn't she leave the two kids at home by themselves? Because before this, before the school scene, Buck squares up against Bug again because they go out looking for Tia because she says she's having dinner at a cheerleader's house. He's like, yeah, that's bullshit. And yeah, she's out like in a empty shack or something. That's a public park bathroom. Okay. All right. (laughs) It's usually for gay dudes. Just saying. And, All you know, right. they're just sitting there. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the Michael. George Michael? Yeah, that's oh where they God. pinched him, so just saying. 
And, you know, it's that whole thing where he, he says how he has a hatchet in the car and all that. I could circumcise a gnat with it. Because, you know, the music they're listening to, and like I just said, with Tone Loke, like, playing at the end of him leaving the school. Tone Loke, quad pro quo alum. What yeah. a great guy. Loke. Great man. He's so good <laughs> for Ukraine. Yes. Tia the bitch strikes again by lying to Shanice that Buck is out with Marcy. So that pisses Shanice off. He's finally bested his opponent in the house, the laundry machine, because he's just doing everything in the sink in the kitchen, the oven, and the microwave. Right. He's and cooking our garbage. No. And then, and then who shows up? Marcy from across the street. Marcy. And she brings her... Strap like, on. She brings her records. I don't know if she has a strap on or not. I mean... Oh, yeah. She, she does kind of want to fuck. She, she can't hide it in those pants. She's wearing pants? They were really, really tight, like... Like riders, well, like she wouldn't be wearing the strap on underneath her clothes. Well, she also maybe could've... she would have because she was whacking him with her legs. You put it on in the moment. Yeah, she wants to show him strapping it on. Oh, okay. and plus she didn't have a ba- she didn't have a bag. She just had her records. Okay, well then I guess she probably didn't have a strap on then. What's in the bag? Oh, my strap on. <laughs> I get compliments on the hyphen. <laughs> <laughs> and she gets him to like dance with her to like samba music or some shit. And just as they're doing that, Shanice shows up <gasps> and yeah, it is a little cat fighting. Uh, if it wasn't for that horrible little imp ruining yeah, his you know life. What, you know what I would have done if I were Uncle Buck? I would have shaved her head that night. Meanwhile, then, yeah, there's this big party that apparently is going to happen. Tia leaves. She's like, uh, tell UB that I win. And she's like, when are you coming? So ugly. And she's like, I'll come back Sunday. What's today? Friday. Must be a slumber party. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting for your set. And then I wrote that, you know, suburban life has clearly gotten to Buck because he's turned down going to the track, which... I personally don't get. I went to the racetrack with like my grandfather and my uncles and my dad like all the time. Okay. I don't. I don't get it. Well, your dad, your grandfather was also like a horse trainer, wasn't he? No, he owned a horse. He owned a horse, so there you go. But even if he didn't, he'd still we'd still go up to Penn National and hang out and watch a couple races. My dad used to take me to some races and horse events and um, sporting events and things, equestrian. Yeah, club. I just don't get. I mean, yeah, oh, wow. I know there can be seedy connotations to it, but I mean, it's like the. Eh, the worst place you can take children. Mm. It's really not. Yeah, I, mean, I would agree with you there. Instead, what he does is he, he's about to take the kids to the track. And he's like, shit, no, I shouldn't do that. I should go find, he's like, something's up. I got to find Tia. And he gets Shanice to watch the other two kids while he goes after Tia. And he's wearing his... <laughs> I'm Shanice Kobolowski. I love how she gets to the door and he's like, can I see some, your driver's license? Uh, what's even funnier, though, smart kid. what's even funnier, though, is like he opens it and she's not there. He opens it. Oh, there yeah. are like three dudes right there. He's like, ah! <laughs> and then she's like, it's great comedy. I'm supposed to watch you? I'm Shanice. <laughs> can I see some identification? Oh, my God. She's a very it. nice lady. Do I have to she's give great. it to you? She has it in her mouth and he's like, can you take it out? Turn it out! <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's so cute. It's like a race against time because it's cutting between two scenes. Like Buck is driving because just as he's racing to get to this house where the party is, we cut to 
bug up in a room pretty much about to commit a rape. Yeah. It's a is sexual. it the Robert Smith hussy? It's is a, it not? It's a sexual assault, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, and the way that it's, we, you, you can't tell if it's tea or not. So, like, yeah, it's a race against time, as it were. I mean, and she, and even the person, the, you know, the girl is saying, like, no, no, I, I, I really don't want to do this. Thankfully, Buck is there. He shows up, got his hat back, because there's some parts where he takes his, his hat gets taken from him. I A really, lot of people don't like this hat. It angers them. He joins the party. Yeah, he is. He's, like, sitting there. He's dancing. And, like, he's got, he ends up with a beer. And then he gets his hat back. And then he gets up there. And he starts banging on the door. And he hears that Bug is in the room. He's like, if that door opens, I'm going to kick somebody's ass. And, like, the wimpiest threat yeah. ever. Very threatening. I love the music now when he's, like, drilling a hole through the mm-hmm. lock. With a hammer sus- drill. Yeah, it's a suspenseful music. Mm-hmm. It's like and it's like badass. Yeah, did you guys ever see, it was like this YouTube like uh, recut trailer where they made this look like it's a horror movie. No. Like you see him doing all the stuff like in the silhouettes with the drill <laughs> and like the scene with the hatchet and they put like spooky music behind it and it's like, Uncle Buck. Yeah, Buck stops the rape with the, with the hammer drill and we find out it's yes. not Tia. And what does he do? He goes, he leaves to find Tia. And he finds her. And she finally stops being a bitch and bu- admits Buck was right. You said bitch Yeah, already. I know. I said to... I mushroom-headed skank. That was going to be mine. Ooh. He also, yeah. as a way to make her feel better, he kidnapped Bug. He's in <laughs> totally the trunk. Normal. He literally could, like he said, he could have died in there because... That, you know, the exhaust alone probably would have suffocated him. Very true. And they start, bot- they they become like best friends now because they're like torturing him. Well, not like actually torturing him, like scaring him into thinking it. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You happy I'm asshole. Sorry. Oh God, he's so annoying. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I'm really sorry. He's Busted. like, I'm going to get you. You guys can't get away with this. And I'm going to sue you. Buck, like, speeds back. He gets out of his car. He pulls out a golf club, which was a left-handed five-wood. Nice. And John Candy isn't fi- he isn't left-handed. Oh, but no. But he still hit it left-handed. He did it for the shot. Yeah. That's funny. The lighting was good on the one side. And then, as a mea culpa to Buck, Tia admits lying to Shanice, but she's still just like, I don't know. He just doesn't seem like the type that can commit. And then she's like, no, he's totally changed. You know, Miles and Maisie love him. He'd be a great husband and a great father. Miles, Shanice, Buck, and Maisie are all hanging out in the kitchen like quiet as a church mouse. Oh, this is the cutest scene, too. Because the the daughter, you know, because Tia, not only has she decided she's going to, you know, make a mea culpa to Buck, she's decided, yeah, I've been shitty to my mom, too. Promise there won't be a little gothic bimbo anymore. Mm. And I won't be a stuck-up frigid bitch anymore, either. (laughs) And then they hug, and everybody's all happy with one another. Like, yeah, we gotta come visit again, you know. uh, Oh, we're gonna get him a new car. He's gonna have a company car. And he's gonna start working. And, like, everybody's happy now. Rushed him right out of there. Good feelings. Good feelings. Uh, so yeah, that was the end of the movie. Uh, the only other fun fact I had that this is literally the th- like John Candy was in three movies released in 1989. It's pretty crazy. Wow. Uh, this Speed Zone. I have no idea what that is. And no. Who's Harry Crumb? I love Who's Harry Crumb. That's a good yeah. one. Good it's one. Such a funny movie. 
So as per usual, we'll go around and we'll do the pass fail. And um, what was your favorite Uncle Buck moment? Okay. Ooh, okay. We'll start with Allie. Pass. I love, I don't remember the exact words, but I love when they're bowling and Maisie like rolls it down and literally like stops in the middle lane. And he's like, well, you may have set the record for the slowest ball ever. Uh, like, he was so cute. Because <laughs> I, like I said, I watched it this afternoon, so it's fresh in my head. He was like, Maisie, if, if the object of the game was to get it closest to the pins without knocking any of them over, you would be world champion. Yeah, because the little girl kind of reminds me of Amelia a little bit, like with the hair, and she just got, I don't know, she just kind of reminds me. Like, She's got similar look. Yes, exactly. So I could, I, I could definitely cute. I could definitely hear her say in school, because it couldn't get the goddamn dryer to work. Yeah. Blasphemer! Yeah. So I would say that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite oh, no, parts. Yeah, yeah. But great. definite pass. Tammy? I'm definitely going to pass. I looked at this movie a little bit differently because now I'm a parent, and I really liked the scene uh, when Uncle Buck went to the school and was confronting the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like he like I have had to do similar things with my kids, Mm -hmm. and the badassery that he brought into that office and just shut her down. Like, yeah, I just so good. Like, I'd understand if you were going in and you found out and you knew that your kid fucked up. That's but one like, thing. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing. And then you're totally going to be like, okay, yeah, we're this is how we're going to fix this. Yeah. But if she's just like, uh, your kid is just being it's a... a fuddy-duddy is being, and a fiddle-taddle. Is, is being a six-year-old, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong? Yeah. Exactly. Like, here's a quarter. Go get the rat to know that. I don't want to be, I don't want to meet any six-year-old that isn't a dreamer. Exactly. Don't stifle mm-hmm. her creativity. Guido? Yeah, dude, I've said it for years. This movie is sad as fuck. It's like an hour and a half of watching somebody kick your dog. It's it, like that fucking horrible little bitch is so fucking mean to oh him. My God. And it ruins his life. Every chance she gets because she wants to date and like suck face with some guy named Bug. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. I mean, I pass it because I love John Candy and like it's still a funny movie. But it's also fucking sad as fuck. And that's how I feel about that. Did you have a favorite, yeah, Uncle, you have a favorite Uncle, Uncle Buck, Buck moment? moment? My favorite Uncle Buck moment was the gigantic breakfast he made because I would totally do that for my kids. It's cute. Totally. I love big breakfast. Do breakfast you, is the best meal of the day. Do you think there was a system for the maple syrup on those pancakes? Ooh. Well, he did yeah, have he an equal have distribution of syrup on He's each Canadian flapjack. He's Canadian too, so he knows, well, how, then to, he knows about he it. how to distribute. It's in their blood. How many how many jugs of syrup do you think would be needed to make those? Oh, wait! Well, I mean, he had those blank checks, so yeah, he, he, he was, was buying maple syrup. <laughs> he was buying the good, good shit. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get gallons bills. on gallons, blank not checks. the sugar water, the actual it's maple like, syrup. Like it would be that scene from um, from Home Alone two. Like the mom would be like, "Buck, you spent nine hundred dollars on maple syrup." Yeah. <laughs> 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 Get like a cement mixer to just guide it into the house on the. Pancakes. I mean, it's a real shame that you don't you don't have like a, a stove on a kitchen island. That would make it a lot easier for you in your house. We could just get a big griddle. What do you think? Yeah, you'd have to. Yeah, for breakfast. You, would, I don't think you'd be able to flip it. Does your mom have a, a buy snow iron skillet that we could use that would be big <laughs> enough? I don't know, but I can ask her to look for one. Oh God. Okay. We won't be able to lift it. <laughs> but uh, well, that's a. Pass around the board. Yes. Universal on pass. Uncle Buck. On Uncle Buck. 
So I did collect all of the heinous names that you have referred to Tia. 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 Well, she is the worst. As. And I want, I'm going to repeat them. And I'm going to see if she really lived up to all of these names. Okay. Okay. In no particular order. Holy fucking, horrible fucking bitch. Twat waffle. Shitty kid. Cunty McCunterson. Devil Spawn, Spawn of Satan, Mushroom-Headed Skank, (laughs) Bitch, times two, Trash Panda, Cunt Nugget, Miserable Shrew, Horrible Little Imp, or Robert Smith Hussey. (laughs) Robert Smith Hussey. That's a good one. So, (laughs) I was like, I wonder if he even knows that he said that. I mean, she has a character arc. She becomes a not shitty kid, but she's also like 16 years old. Yeah, but you know, just like, just, yeah, Yeah. she, she also develops and matures just like Buck does. She's an upper middle class, white privileged skank. Like, I mean, what does she have to worry about? Well, she's not even a skank because she hasn't put, she doesn't put out. She's a priss. She's stuck up. Prude. Would you say she's a mushroom headed skank then? Mushroom headed prude. I'm just saying because the hair is very like bloop. Yes. <laughs> bloop. 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 <laughs> All right. Cool. So, so Tammy, quid pro quo. All right. So for my babysitter month pick, I have chosen this award winning 6.8 out of 10 star on IMDb directed by David Wayne. What awards did this Timothy win? Dowling. And it's starring a incredibly star-studded cast. We've got Sean William Scott, Paul Rudd, Christopher Mintz Plas. Is that French? I think it's Plossy. I don't Bob know. Bob A. Thompson, Elizabeth Banks, Jane Lynch, Ken Jong, Ken Marino. I mean, the list just goes. We are going to be talking about the 2008 movie Role Models. Nice. And where can people watch it? They can watch it on Hulu. Okay. Or they can rent it on Amazon Video. Or they can um, have the original DVD from 2008 like Guido did. Oh, Hey, wow. I did that too. I actually did. Winning. Well, we are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. And the featured podcasts for the month of September are Metalhead Journeys. Ooh. And The Milf in May. Oh, so hot. Yeah. Uh, you can learn more about us and the other members of the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And you can suggest a theme month, like we're doing Babysitter Month right now. Thank um, you, that girl, Danny. Yes. Yeah, good choice, Danny. Nice uh, part. So you can suggest your own theme month via our website, or you can send us an email at quadproquopod at gmail.com or through social media. And like and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next week, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.